Hello and welcome to Generation Mix. This is the podcast where a father and a son review the CDs the dad's been making for the son for the last six years. I'm the dad, I'm Neil. I'm the son, I'm Joel. And today, if you picked up on our musical clue, we are listening to the music of... Chris Rea. Chris Rea is an artist that emerged in 1978 with an album called Whatever Happened to Benny Santini. He's never been a massively successful chart artist in terms of singles, but he's had quite a bit of success with some of his album releases. One of those number one albums and one of his more successful and reached the top 20 singles is what's going to kick us off on this CD. The album was called Auberge and the track is the title track, Auberge. This is the naked truth. I didn't particularly like that. Can you explain why? No, not really. Okay, this is a kind of fusion of blues and kind of pop rock. If you didn't like this track, then you might be in for a pretty torrid time because that was quite typical of some of the stuff that Chris Rea does. I like that track. However, I'm not that keen on its parent album. I've listened to it a few times and it's never really jumped out apart from the title track I think the title track is sublime moving back in his career from Auberge which was 1991 to 85 he released an album called Shamrock Diaries which is amongst his most admired works this is about his hometown which is Middlesbrough do you know where that is no so Middlesbrough is probably the biggest town north of Scarborough where we stayed for our holiday last year okay Uh, it's part of Teesside very much an industrial town. The river Tees in there for many years has been quite polluted. And this song relates to that. It's called Steel River. Dancing to Motown Making love with a Carol King record playing better good but you didn't like it did you oh it was more meh i i think you'd grow to like that there's a good coda at the end which is kind of proper yeah i suppose it's almost jazzy it's a um it's a good track steel river it's a good story about the his life growing up in middlesbrough i think you know the next song it's possibly with the exception of the final track on the CD, which we, of course we will get to in time, his best-known song. This was a minor hit. Then it was re-recorded for a compilation that he did called New Light Through Old Windows, which was old songs of his re, re-recorded and put out as a new product. And actually, some of the versions are better, but this one I took from the original album. It's the title track of On The Beach. 
like it at all? No. Does it evoke anything? No. Anger. <laughs> That's not what I meant. Disgust. I, I think, given the fact that it's called On The Beat, it shouldn't be surprising, but that's got a real summery vibe to it. I can imagine... Not really. I can imagine hearing that in a bar in the summer when you've got a glass of wine with friends. Maybe because I have heard it when I was in a bar in the summer with a glass of wine with my friends. Because it's a summer song. You have heard it before because it was on our summer CD compilation that I made. And we play, well, when summer happens. But you didn't like it. No. This isn't going well, this one, is it? Not particularly. There's got to be something you like. I hope you like the next track. This is amongst my top 100 tracks of all time. Okay. And this is, again, the original version it's from Wired to the Moon rather than the version that's on New Light Through Our Windows. I think this song is absolutely fantastic. It's Ace of Hearts. I wake in early hours and I call your name And it's your face I see pressed up against my window Suddenly I realize As the tears start to flow Like rain from the sky Only the ace of hearts Can save me now I said only the ace of hearts Can save me now Didn't like that. I am... Proper hashtag sad. I That was so corny. It's not corny, it's just a really cleverly written no, song. No, you saying hashtag sad. Oh, okay, fair enough. But it's a cleverly written song, Ace of Hearts. You obviously refers to the playing card, the Ace of Hearts. But and he's saying that only the Ace of Hearts can save me now. As in he he's made some mistakes or he's in trouble. And only that card maybe in like a card game would be the only one that would work for you. It's it's a cleverly written song and it's a shame no, it's you don't not. like it. I think it's a fantastic song. It's not cleverly written. It's just bad. It's, it is cleverly written. <laughs> it's and, just bad. And whilst Chris Rear isn't to everybody's taste and clearly not to yours, mainly because you haven't got any taste, will you? I do. I do have taste. No, you don't. Album before Wired to the Moon is Water Sign. This is called I Can Hear Your Heartbeat. It's somewhat more upbeat. Maybe you'll like this one.
my least favourite. No, it's not. It's my second least favourite so far. Really? Yeah. I thought you'd like that one. That was so much more 80s pop style. And for someone who has decided that Rick Astley is one of his top songs of all time, I thought you'd like that. You mean the Rick Roll? The Rick Roll, yes. Not Rick Astley. The song's not called Rick Astley. But it is Rick Astley. I really thought you'd like it. Oh. Well, so far, the only song that you have remotely liked was Steel River from Shamrock Diaries, yeah? Yep. Well, the next one is also from Shamrock Diaries. It's, It's the second of four tracks I picked from the album. This is about his wife and the school that she went to, which was called Stainsby, because she was a Stainsby girl. And the song is called Stainsby Girls. Some girls store your heart like most girls do. But a Stainsby girl could break it in two. And I fell in love. Yeah, I fell in love. I fell in love. So how did Stainsby Girls go down? Badly. Why? Because I didn't like it. What's not to like about Stainsby Girls? Song. Great song. It's time to get to the album where I first encountered Chris Rea. It's his first UK number one album. It contains his biggest hit, which again we will come to later. It's at the end of the CD. But this is a more appropriate song for the current times. It's called You Must Be Evil. And let's see if you can work out what it's about. Oh, I know why you do it. You're just looking for sensation. You got a hold of something. You can tell us we don't need to see We don't need those cheap effects What do you think the song's about? The news. Anything specific? Showing stuff on the news. Correct. So this was written in 1989. And he's railing against sensationalist news coverage that's showing disturbing images that are part of the news, but at such a time of day that children were watching it, his his daughter. And it was truly upsetting them and he's making the point that to actually show that you are sensationalizing the news now the reason it feels relevant now is because we are living through a time when russia has invaded ukraine and those kind of images could be shown but what they now do on the news 
and they have done since probably about the turn of the millennium, is they warn people this may contain scenes that some will find distressing. They never used to do that in the 80s. They just broadcast it and that was his song of protest about it. So now you know what the song's about, what do you think of it? I mean, I don't dislike it. That's a step forward compared to everything else. I don't particularly like it either. But you didn't hate it. Correct. Well, that's a big step forward, I have to admit. The next track is amongst my favourites. It's back to the Water Sign album. Now, at this point in his career, Chris Rear had released four albums. He'd had a major hit in 78 with Fool If You Think It's Over. And from that point on, his albums started to sell less and less. He had less and less success. He was on the verge of being dropped by his record company. So he gave to them the album which would become Water Sign, which was a load of demos, and they just put it out as the demos. They didn't bother to get him to re-record them with band or anything like that. And then he had a hit with it. And it rescued his career. This, I think, is the best thing from Water Sign, and it's got one of the prettiest keyboard melodies that I've ever heard. It's called Candles. No dark days may seem This is a different Like that either. Didn't hate it though. Didn't hate it. So that keyboard melody I mentioned is an ostinato all the way through oh, the song. Yeah. yeah, so it's a repeating motif that cleverly he then builds the rest of the song over the top of, complete with chord changes and everything. But that motif keeps running. Can you think of anything else that does something similar with that? Day Tripper. Yeah, Day Tripper is the famous ostinato. Moving on to 1988. Eight, and he released an album called Dancing With Strangers, which got to number two. He was really starting to have quite a lot of success at this time. The next track is from that. It is Loving You Again. I'm not surprised. No. I have to admit, that's my least favourite track so far. <laughs> it's not my least favourite. That's just a little bit boring, isn't it? And actually, All of these songs so far have been just boring. Candles wasn't boring. 
Candles was a cleverly constructed thing with that ostinato. And I don't think Steel River is boring if you listen to the way it crashes in on that chorus part and the guitars, but Loving You Again was a bit boring. And actually, that's quite a good description of the Dances with Strangers album. So far, you were at best meh about Stainsby Girls and okay with Steel River. That's been the sole... Vaguely positive stuff so far, really, isn't it? Yeah. Both from Shamrock Diaries. So my hope is that that winning run, as far as this episode's concerned, will continue because we're going back to Shamrock Diaries for the title track. Stops you dead like a cold steel wall The ghost of yesteryears is touching you And as sure as God you'll fall And I see you And I see me I see it all Like it used to be I don't think it's a case of third time's the charm, is it, Joel? Nope. You really didn't like that, did you? Nope. You're having a bad time with this CD. Yep. <laughs> Maybe if you give it a bit more of a chance, there's some positive tracks coming up. Going back to 1983's Water Sign album, the one that was all the demos, I rather like this song. I think there's some interesting singing on it, but I'm afraid it's a ballad, Joel, and you seem to have this big issue with slow ballads. This is Love's Strange Ways. Drowning in the laughter as you go Intoxicating laughter That spins you high and low Dangerous times are these But oh so wonderful in you Laugh along you fool Can't you see they're laughing at you Lost in the haze Didn't like that, that was boring. See, ballad, boring, that's what Joel says. Not just ballad, all of his songs are boring. You can't say that because you haven't heard all of them yet that are even on this CD, let alone all of his songs. I've got a feeling you might like the next track. This is about his second daughter. It's from the album Espresso Logic. And it's called Julia. She needs your love. She needs it every day. Speak of love. See her laugh and run away. Julia, which way will you go? Julia. It's definitely the best one so far, but I didn't particularly like it. That I'll take that at the moment, B. 
best one so far because I've got a feeling that we're going to supplant best one so far with another best one so far on the next track which is from the album Dancing with Strangers and I know I said the album was boring this track isn't this is Let's Dance Am I right? Do you actually think this one is your favourite so far? No. Oh! It's my second favourite so far. Oh, I'll take that though. <laughs> I'm having to glean slim pickings out of you tonight. Again, I don't particularly like it, but... Well, we're drawing towards else. the close of what has been a thoroughly miserable... Daddy's introduction to. I've enjoyed the songs on here, and I think this is a very, very good Chris Rea compilation, personally. I think it's a really good introduction to his career. doesn't contain much from his later stuff, which, to be honest, I think the quality dips somewhat compared to what we've been listening to, which means you'd really hate it. I mentioned that Julia was about his second daughter. Well, this song is about his first daughter from the Shamrock Diaries album. So far, we've had... Two Josephine. out of three you like. Josephine. 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 Sorry. That's the song Jolene, by the way, Joel, not yeah, Josephine. I know. But the Horrible Histories version is Josephine. Josephine. Because oh. it's about Napoleon. Napoleon Bonaparte, okay. Well, this is called Josephine. Tears on my pillow. But I will come through. I'll send you all my So three didn't dislikes out of four from Shamrock Diaries. The next track is slow, reflective, and whilst... I won't like it. <laughs> this isn't my favourite Chris Rea track. There was a time when it was. I do think it's possibly the best song he's ever written. It's from Road to Hell, and it's Tell Me There's a Heaven. Tell me there's a heaven Tell me that it's true Tell me there's a reason Why I'm seeing what I do Tell me there's a heaven Where all those people go 
Chris Rear is not a believer. I believe he's an atheist, actually. And that's all about... It's, it's almost a sequel to the You Must Be Evil thing, where his daughter has been watching the news and it's been making her cry. This is the conversation she has with him afterwards. It says, all this stuff I'm seeing on my TV, why do people do that? And her grandfather saying, well, people, they're with God now. And the question that she's then saying to her dad is, tell me there's a heaven and that this is what happens. And you get into the second verse, he struggles to tell her that because he didn't believe it himself. It's a really, I think it's a very emotional song. And I remember even back in 89, when I would have been 15 hearing this, this really tugging on my emotional heartstrings. I don't, like I say, I don't think it's my favourite Chris Rear song by any stretch, but I think it's the best one he's ever written. Did you like it or even appreciate it in any way? I mean, I appreciated it. I didn't like it. Yeah, fair enough. Penultimate track, back to what I think might be my favourite Chris Rear album, which is Wired to the Moon. And this is... I don't know what it is, but I love it. When a sudden situation seems to bring the best out of me, I don't care. When she's standing close beside me, something turns inside me, brings my senses to the point of no return. Like it. Definitely Is there a but? Preferred it to serve most of the others. Favourite so far or? Possibly. Ooh. By a country mile, that is the most pop orientated track. And given that you're a 14 year old boy, that probably explains it. There's a song I didn't include on here, which you do know, and is probably the song that makes Chris Rear more money than anything else he's written. So you weren't a complete noob to Chris Rear before I made this CD. Because what is that song? Driving Home for Christmas. Yeah. Driving Home for Christmas has probably made him more money than anything else. Because of course it's a Christmas song. Wasn't a massive hit, mind. But I didn't include it on here. Because, well, generally speaking, I don't tend to include Christmas songs on these CDs. Unless it's Fairy Tale of New York, which is not the... magnificent. And also not... <laughs> The biggest of Christmas songs. The verses have nothing to do with Christmas. They're more to do with a fight. True, true. So let's conclude with a double whammy. And for this CD, I edited together so it was completely seamless and then chopped off the first two minutes, which is kind of like building and background. I edited together parts one and two of the title track, The Road to Hell. His biggest hit, Road to Hell Part 2, got to number 10. And I am convinced this is going to be your favourite on the scene. Well, I'm standing by 
doesn't flow It boils with every poison You can think of And I'm underneath the streetlight But the light of joy I know Scared beyond belief Way down in the shadows And the perverted fear of violence Chokes the smile on every face And common sense is ringing out the bell This ain't no technological breakdown Oh no, this is the road to hell Road to Hell Part 1 and 2 I like the second part Okay, the first part is an atmospheric piece Boring you can call it boring, but then listen to the lyrics and it's nightmarish. He's having a vision. He's seeing his dead mum who's saying, don't do what you're planning on doing. This is the road to hell, son. And then you get part two. And you said you liked part two. Yeah. Actually liked it. Yeah. Best track on the whole CD? Yeah. So it took us until... The second part of track 17 on this to get to something you actively liked. Yeah. Oh, it's been a slog, ladies and gentlemen. I enjoy his music. You just don't, do you? Not particularly. I don't think it's your style. Nope. That can change as you get older. I have a question for you. Okay. You must choose now which one you would listen to. This CD of Chris Rea... Or the Richard Thompson CD? This one? Oh, that was That's a dumb question. Why is it? Because you know the answer. Well, I don't know. There are more songs that you seem to actually like a bit on the Richard Thompson one. No, they're on! So let's move on to your bit, which is... Joel's Revenge! What is it, Joel? So this time you're getting... Discord by The Living Tombstone. But I picked the Caleb Hiles version because it is my favourite version and I quite like his voice. And you seem to quite like his voice as well. I from when no we did idea. Peace Sign. Oh, him? Yeah. Yeah, that's the guy. That, so Peace Sign was the... He sang in Japanese, didn't he? Yeah. Okay. And okay. English. I am English. now officially intrigued because I think his voice... Really reminds me of someone, and I still can't place who it is. Let's hear it. The song's rubbish. <laughs> no! No, it's a very good song. The voice is good, but I think I've worked out who I think he sounds like. Okay. And he reminds me, I think, of Gerard Way, the lead singer of My Chemical Romance. I can't really see it. We'll have to listen to a bit of My Chemical Romance and see whether... I, I was listening to... Um... 
Black Parade earlier. Not on so. Black Parade. He doesn't sound like him on Black Parade. He sounds like Black, him on many of the other tracks on Welcome to the Black Parade, but not that particular song. We'll have to go back and listen to a little bit. and I, I might put a bit on here as well to kind of do a contrast of something from Black Parade. Or alternatively, folks, you could go back and listen to our Black Parade episode. <laughs> of course you say that. You've given me worse. It, the song I don't care for. So that concludes episode 30 of Generation Mix. We are halfway through now the season. We've got another 10 to go on this season. Cross-promotion time. I've got a YouTube channel called Pock and Rock where I talk about stuff with music. And Joel has been guesting with his top 100 tracks alongside mine. I have a YouTube channel called Fox Eating Nintendo. Links will be available in the podcast description as they usually are. To everybody who's been listening, we just want to thank you. It's been fun doing these, mostly. Except when Joel is bored out of his brains by a CD like this one. Yeah. We'll be back in a couple of weeks or so with the next episode. Listen out for the musical clue. I suspect it's going to be a fairly easy one. And now this is Generation Mix signing off. Bye. Bye. Bye.